Hello and welcome to another episode of Talk InfoSec. My name is Clinton Walker and today's episode we'll be covering the importance of supply chain security and we've got an expert with us from Nexor and it's my colleague Sarah Noel. Sarah, welcome to the program. Could you just briefly tell us a little bit about your background and you're going to be sharing some insights into what it is to work in the supply chain and the security of that as well, right? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Clinton. So, yeah. Hello, everyone. Uh, yeah, so my name's Sarah Knowles. Um, I work uh, at Nexor as a senior uh, security consultant. Um, I've worked at Nexor for just over a year now, uh, but prior to that, I worked across a lot of other different verticals uh, and, and different industries. Um, uh, so my background is IT, it has been for, uh, I'm going to date myself quite badly, but nearly sort of 30 odd years. Um, and sort of started off on the support side, um, working my way up uh, that way, uh, and then sort of made the, the leap over to security probably about sort of 17, 18 years ago. Um, my primary focus has been on uh, information governance, risk and compliance. Um, so what that means is that I look at the, the, the business aspects of security rather than um, sort of the, the technical controls, if you like. Okay. Uh, so yeah, and supply chain falls quite quite ni nicely into well, pretty much a, a lot of the things that I, I cover. So uh, yeah, it's okay. uh, yeah, cool. So in terms of supply chain, people normally use the word or the phrase loosely. Um, could you just contextualize what supply chain is for our our consumers so they understand that? Maybe give an example of something that kind of give them really a, a good picture of. When you talk about supply chain, what does it mean for our listeners? Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, like you say, it's, it's a term that's banded around quite a lot. Um, and, and again, you know, ask different people what, what it means to them and, and you'll get different answers. But basically, um, I think most companies these days, they, they rely on other businesses, um, other suppliers to deliver products, services, yeah. systems to their business. Um, and, you know, and this can be anything from, uh, you know, the computers that we use, um, office furniture, tea and coffee. Um, all of these people are our suppliers. Um, and, and basically, if they, you know, if they bring any of these goods to your business, they are part of your supply chain. Um, now, the, the information they have on your business is going to be different. Um, and so we'll probably end up talking about that as, uh, as we go along. But yeah, fundamentally, that's that's the supply chain so it's 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 quite a sort of a simple concept sure. um and and pretty much most businesses will will have a supply chain of one size or another exactly exactly and, I, and when i think of supply chain and talking to different audience i normally use something that people would probably connect with such as buying something online or using amazon to buy something um, yeah. each of those links in the chain is somebody along the line um, to kind of produce the, the, the actual um, product, they ship it to Amazon, whether it be their fulfillment center from Amazon, they got the Amazon delivery guy that brings it out to you until it gets to your end. So that's that's yeah. kind of one way of explaining it to some people. Yeah, absolutely, people and, yeah. and 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 it, you know it, it forms part of you know even our life outside of work. Uh, you know, if you go and buy a car, um, you know all of the components aren't from the manufacturer that you buy your car from, so they're all from Ford or Volkswagen, yeah. you know, in, inserts uh, appropriate uh, car supplier there. Uh, you know, they, they get all the little uh, computer aspect, you know, the nuts, the bolts, they all come from different 
people um, and, and, and that is the supply chain so yeah it affects I think pretty much every single industry yeah yeah so given that there are so many elements and touch points during that whole journey um, how important do you see it um, for cybersecurity and privacy controls to be embedded in third-party contracts and engagement then so as a as a general sweeping statement as a security consultant, um, yes, it's very important. Um, however, I, I will sort of caveat that. Sure. Um, so, yeah, we said before about, uh, you know, you, you might have somebody supplying your tea and coffee. So, you know, they're, they're not they're not having any input into your security infrastructure. So do you need to include cybersecurity conditions in their contract? Probably not. Yeah. Um, you know, the guy who comes and cleaned your office windows assuming we still have offices at the moment um but you know yeah do you have a contract with him probably not um the people who maybe provide your it support and basically you know connect into your server room to provide you know support on all you all of your kit and all of your infrastructure uh yeah you definitely want to have yeah, yeah. So a, 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 you know some sort of cyber security sort of uh, you know options built into that contract so um yeah as i say we, we can't say it covers every single contract because it doesn't but certainly anybody who's going to have access to your business data mm -hmm. um, or data of your customers then yes absolutely yeah you, sure. you've got to have some form of uh, agreement in in that uh, in that contract yeah definitely and, and and it nicely leads into the other point of passing off risks. So in, in, in the world of insurance, for example, what that's one of the aspects of risk management, right? You pass it on or you mitigate the risk. So in this context, um, the passing off of risk to a third party tends to really looking at, uh, some people see it as shirking their responsibility or just like, oh, I don't want to do that. Pass it on to that guy over there. The subcontractor outsource it over there. What's your views on that? Because it links in nicely with the previous question around embedding security in third-party contracts yeah it, it, it does um I, i'd actually sort of take a completely opposite view to what you've just said in that um by making sure that you've got cybersecurity in your contracts you're actually ensuring that your 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 company's information assets are being protected yes um so let's uh, let's sort of think of an example here so if you didn't have um cybersecurity built into your contracts um, so let's say you've outsourced your um, air conditioning uh, to a to a maintenance supplier. Um, you've got a top of the range aircon unit, so it's all um, it's all remote access. So the supplier doesn't actually need to come to your site to service it and, and do whatever it is that aircon uh, people do. Um, but uh, and, and basically, you know, they, they've got a VPN into your site to. to you know, to, to, to monitor the system sure, sure. and let's also go down the route that they're not a because they're an aircon company you know they don't really sort of spend a lot of money on their uh, it support uh, and therefore they don't actually um do their security patching sure. and let's say they've not done any for the last 12 months or so you know a hacker happens to fall upon this supplier um breaks into their systems has a mooch around like hackers do you know they yeah. gain access they, they move around the network you know they do all the the, the lateral movement um and then they find oh there's a vpn connection here i wonder where this leads to and all of a sudden it leads to your company yeah. and because you've maybe not set your um uh, your network up 
properly and segregated things, your aircon's on the on the same network uh, segment as your server room. Yeah. All of a sudden, hacker who was just mooching around an aircon supplier has now got into your business and is now accessing all your crown jewels. True, true. Um, so all your client information has now been stolen. All that's now out in, on, on the dark web. Uh, the Information Commissioner's Office is now carrying out a full investigation onto your company sure. and you're looking at a very large fine because basically you haven't protected your customer's data. Sure. Sure. Um, there's a real risk you're not going to continue trading um, and, and basically you're receiving publicity for, for all the wrong reasons mm -hmm. and all because you didn't have cybersecurity in that contract. Um, if you had and you'd stipulated that they needed cyber essentials, you know, quite a... a, a uh, you know, an entry-level certification, but one that's very effective. Effective, um, sure. You know, so you'd have carried out due diligence on your on your aircon supplier. You'd have insisted they had cyber essentials in place. They would have patched all their servers, patched all their systems. Hacker wouldn't have been able to get access, uh, and the ICO has never even heard of you, and you just carry on your your business. So, very long-winded story, but yeah. it, it's basically you're not shirking responsibility at all you're actually making sure that you are protecting your business information assets and, and that of your customers yeah, yeah. making sure yeah. everything stays where it should do yeah exactly and and you can't overemphasize security in all touch points for your business right so it makes yeah, sense to, to kind of cover all aspects as much as you can and you make a point around the information commissioner as well i mean if you got the right are appropriate controls as you think you, you need in place, whether it be the baseline of the cyber essentials, they may be a bit lenient with you because they can, you can demonstrate that you've put certain controls in place. And if yeah, you were to yeah. bypass that, it, as a, and it's not as a result of your controls, then they may be lenient and have some leverage there to kind of like, actually, we're not going to be as harsh on you as we would because- Yeah, you know, yeah you've, 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 done, you've, done, you've done everything that was reasonable for your exactly. business to do to protect your data. So um, yeah. yeah, you may still receive a fine, but it may not be in the, the you know, the, the millions of- Again, I've seen, based on my experience and working with other clients whereby they, again, in the clause, they've got these rights to audit um, during the whole procurement process. Do you think that it is going too far in terms of verging on trust issues in working with third parties with, with, by implementing the right to audit? Because you'd have hoped that those companies are trustworthy and they're taking security serious. Do you think that the right to audit is going too far? It's, it's, it's a tough one that and you, you, you've, you've got you've got to get the balance right and you know what what is actually reasonable to do um, and and again that's going to be different for, for every single business because it basically comes down to you know what you know what your business's risk appetite is sure. um, and, and also you know the, the risk of that supplier you know being breached and, and, and making sure that you know again that due diligence has been carried out um, and, and yeah, you know, it, it is a trust issue and, and you know, you, you'd like to say you, you can trust people that you're in business with and of course you do, otherwise mm -hmm. you wouldn't do business with them. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it, as I say, it, it is a tough one. Um, and, and, you know, as I say, we, we spoke about sort of cyber essentials and, um, you, you know, the obtaining of that and, you know, you, you can sort of put the trust aspect into something like that as well yeah, yeah you know if you're if you're applying for for the 
so the, you know, the, the basic cyber essentials. Um, it's a self-assessment questionnaire. Uh, and basically one of the directors of your company has to make a sort of a, a statement saying that all of this information is true. Mm -hmm. um, that question is submitted. Uh, it, it's marked and, you know, you either pass the assessment or you don't. But, you know, my point is, you know, that statement is made on trust. So yeah, yes. we, we, we see these sort of trust issues, uh, you know, th throughout the industry. Um, but then, you know, th there are other certifications, uh, again, ISO 27001, for example, you are, you know, even small businesses who go for that, you know, they're subject to, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight days worth of audit. What would you say are the three top threats that um, you, you, you see um, affecting the end-to-end -end, um, aspect of the supply chain ecosystem? So it's a vast piece of, or it's a long chain. What, are, what, are, what would you say are three top three threats? Three top tips, okay. So threat, threat, any threats that are affecting the supply chain ecosystem? So I would say the, the number one is companies not being aware of who is in their supply chain. Um, and, uh, you know, I've seen it in, in a number of different companies. Yeah, they, they think they've got a good idea of, of who they're dealing with. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, there's some, some little firm who supplies some little widget. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about them. Oh, yeah, they're actually, they're, they're connecting into our customer relationship management system. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you probably want to carry out some sort of check on them. Um, so, yeah, not being aware of who is in your supply chain is, is probably the biggest, the, the biggest issue. But then probably closely linked to that um, is the fact that whoever is in your supply chain um, is a target. And, you know, I think we've, we've kind of moved away from the days when it was just big companies who were targets of, of threat actors. Um, nowadays, um, you know, hackers will, they'll, they'll take anybody, you know, they don't anybody care the size of the business. On, so, yeah. yeah, you know, and some people are just doing it for, for fun. Um, you know, the, the good old script kiddies, yeah, they probably don't even know who they're actually attacking. They're just sort of, oh, hang on, I found a, I found a, a firewall here that I can get into. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they don't do any research onto the company and, you know, they're, they're just trying to look. It's, uh, yeah, you know, it's like the old, old burglars going around the neighbourhood trying the door handles, seeing where they can get in. True. Um, so, yeah, that's probably the second one is the, the fact that everybody's a target now. So, yeah. therefore, that, that's increasing the risk. Um, and, and then I think sort of the, the third bit, again, kind of goes back to our due diligence point uh, and that we're, a lot of businesses probably aren't carrying out a, a, I say a detailed enough risk assessment, but again, caveat that with it has to be appropriate to the size of the business and, and the supplier and what they're supplying. But yeah, we're probably not doing uh, enough of that risk assessment um, aspect. Um, so thank you for that. And in summary, um, what would you say are some of the top tips for our listeners to take away from this, given that supply chain is increasingly um, becoming more of a target for, um, for, for, the, for, for, for businesses and for the, the attackers themselves? What are some of the top tips that we can take away for our listeners here today? It, it kind of goes back to, you know, relating to our, our, our three problems, you know, and our three biggest issues. So, uh, you know, the, the, absolutely you know get visibility of every single supplier and, and understand what service it is that they deliver to your business uh, you know, that you absolutely do that um, as i said carry out that risk assessment so you know obviously you need to know who you're going to risk assess so it's you know find out who they are 
carry out that risk assessment and whether or not that's a you know an assessment questionnaire or the audits you know if you want to go down that route um I, I, you know without knowing what you know i can't sort of say one is better than the other because it all depends on your business um so you know say you you know that, that's something you know you need to consider um but you know that whole process like i say doesn't need to be complicated um and you can you know you can make that as difficult or as easy as you want um you know there are there are plenty of businesses who just say okay if you're going to be a supplier of ours you have got to have cyber essentials you've got yes. to have cyber essentials plus you've got to have iso 27000 yeah. yeah. whatever the, the standard is that you want to uh, adhere to um you, you know have that rule and, and stick to it and you know if, if you go down the as i say the cyber essentials route you're actually going to mitigate fully mitigate 70 percent of all commodity level attacks that are out there in the wild and, and yeah. that's and that's just by doing the five basic controls that are inside essentials yeah, yeah. yeah and, and you protect yourself against so much and you partially mitigate about another 28 29 percent so actually in total you, you nearly protect yourself against 99 percent of attacks out there sure, sure. Um, so cyber essentials absolutely go that route um but uh, yeah and then uh, as i say i think um have some resilience uh, in your supply chain so especially if you, you know if you've got a business who's supplying a critical um service well thank you very much sarah i really appreciate that and i hope our listeners appreciate that and thank you very much for your time some great okay. topics there to look out for and um thank you for our listeners as well and you can see us on youtube at talkinfosec.com uh, or www.talkinfosec.com um, or on Spotify, Overcast, and um, an FM Assist in terms of our podcast hosting session. So thank you very much, and thanks for watching. See you again soon. Thank you. Thank you.